Hello, and welcome to She Pack Unleashed. I'm one of your hosts, Tanya. I'm Nicole. Welcome to your weekly dose of candid discussion in the pursuit of finding your tribe in this journey of womanhood, motherhood, and sisterhood. I'm Ashley. Join us as we leave no stone unturned. In each episode, we have heart-to-heart conversations that aim to challenge and empower one another. I'm Jenny. No more waiting. She Pack Unleashed begins now. In this episode, group travel and finances, tips for managing costs and expectations with friends. So we have been on all kinds of group trips. We've been on girls trips. We've been on trips with our families all together. And each trip has a different dynamic and a different challenge. We have not done a couple's trip, have we? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't really see that in our future. <laughs> yeah, no. At least the cruise was older. close to it because we had childcare, but not, yeah. Yeah. I think this season of our life. Yeah. It's probably unlikely. So our first family trip, right? Let's talk through that one. We had, we decided we were going to go to the mountains. To ride the Polar to Express. To ride the Polar Express. The kids. For the kids. And the kids were littler. Very like, little. Yeah. Like our, our little ones were in a playpen the whole mm-hmm. time. Oh my God. She wasn't yeah. even one. Yeah. They weren't one yet. So we had under one all the way up to That was 2019. Five. It was the winter before COVID hit. Correct. It was December before COVID. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. December 2019. Yeah, yeah. December 2019. Yeah. So we we decided we we're going to take a family trip because we had not been on a trip together with all the families. And even like, I don't think even our husbands have really spent that much time together before no, this not trip. Yet. We have had our girls trips and things like that. But this was the first like family trip. And our kids all like actually, and we stayed in the same house, which I think is pivotal to describe because there have been times I've stayed in the same house with people and it has not gone well. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of people, but I remember I didn't know what to expect. And I, and then all of a sudden there was a spreadsheet. It was like, sign up for your meal slot. And I was like, ooh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Like the organization was on par. Yes. So I think the key to group trips is to have an expectation of what your budget is first and then what you're planning on doing for the trip Mm -hmm. second so i think we decided on like we wanted to find a house that was big enough for all of us and we could split the trip so it was a little bit more economic actually yep than would have been if we'd gone by ourselves Mm -hmm. well and going somewhere like the mountains it made sense to have a house where we were all together because finding properties that would be really close together to have like personal space but also close by like walking distance is not as easy to come by in the mountains as it might be at like the beach with like a condo unit or something like that yeah those bigger houses have like the amenities Mm -hmm. to go with it too which is really nice to have well yeah and we're four families right with so that would be eight adults and seven kids Mm -hmm. we had to find a space that was big enough for that and like everybody's needs met Mm -hmm. on that and i think at that point we did have all the kiddos staying in the same room as his parents we did yeah I don't really particularly agree with that going nope. forward. <laughs> well, they're bigger <laughs> they now. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, as they're bigger now. But so we found the place and then we decided because the mountains is a bit remote, we were going to bring food and eat a lot of our meals there. So then we organized with like a spreadsheet of different meal slots. And I loved that too. Yeah. It was so nice to have like different food every night. And it was like a little love from each family. It also just streamlined things in the kitchen, right? Like we weren't all tripping over each other. Like one couple had the kitchen to themselves to like get things done. And I think it was really nice in terms of like no one felt like they were stepping on anyone's toes, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was very clear and easy to just be like, okay, cool. Like 
I will help if you ask for help, right? But the expectation was we've already prepped everything that we can and yep. that it really streamlined a lot. Well, I think we went on another trip, another group trip with families that was a bigger group than us where we didn't have like a streamlined who was cooking and what mm-hmm. meals and it kind of was chaotic. <laughs> well, it also was like, 40 people yeah. in this like hotel slash house and like two, three kitchens. But it it was, yeah. And lots and lots of different personalities, different friend circles that came together. It was chaotic. It was. <laughs> I'm just we like, know you won't do that again. No, I won't do that again. And there's other people who I've learned like sometimes it's not, they are good friends, but they're not travel friends. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to understand what kind of travel person you are whether you're a vacationer or a traveler. And I feel like those are two very distinct types of people. Very, yeah. And or different trips, right? Again, what you said is you set those expectations, right? Are we going to go do this trip and have it be relaxation? Are we going to go and do adventure? Are we going to make sure that we find a combination of the two, right? Like currently we are planning a trip to Key West for the four of us for a girl's trip. And those are conversations that we're having, right? Like how Mm -hmm. much adventuring do we want to do? Are we okay with just literally restaurant hopping from one place to the other? Like, will that satisfy everyone's needs and interests? And I think having those very clear cut expectations and conversations ahead of time is what makes it so successful. Yeah. So also that, what about how do you feel like we navigate budget? Because I feel like that's a big one. That is sticky. With groups and sticky and we all might have different expectations of how much we want to spend mm-hmm. on particular trips. I think we're all very respectful about that because we all have different like situations and priorities going on. We're also really good at being transparent about it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel shy telling you guys like it's a grand this time at best, you mm-hmm. know, like and, and we'll work with it. But then I know there's times that I like to travel bougie. And I also don't feel bad saying like, I'll, I'll take care of it for you, right. you know, because it's yeah. that important yeah. to me. There have been times where I know that like myself and maybe one other person didn't have quite as much money. So we'll take the room with two twins or I think there's been some bartering in mm-hmm. the past. So I think we've been really supportive of each other in that way because the, the core value here is that we like to travel and we like time together. Yeah, and I think understanding like what everybody's limits are, right? I also actually like to travel bougie. (laughs) (laughs) We know. (laughs) And so there are things that like if I wanted to experience something in my mind, like I would have, this is my girl math of it. I would have paid for that thing anyways. Yep, exactly. it didn't cost me any additional, whether it was myself or all four of us to do the thing. So like... It doesn't change anything on my budget. Well, and I think sometimes what we've done in that situation is like, here is what I am capable of paying towards that experience, right? And then, right, for example, if it was your your thing that you wanted to do, you know, like the catamaran yeah, trip or whatever, right? Like I a mean, private catamaran. Yeah. Um, and then you would pay the difference. But like we would put in whatever we can to make mm-hmm. it as fair as possible, right? Because I know for me, you know, Typically, I do not have as big of a budget to do the trips. And so when when we spend money on travel, it's often for my family, my husband and my son and myself. And so it's been really kind and appreciated that like I've never once felt judged or less than, right? Like if my budget is smaller than others and to be able to like find those balances, like it's it's very nice. And I, I think it could be hard to come by, right? But it's got to start with an open conversation mm-hmm. and just embracing it and putting it on the table. And then like, 
if the person that you're talking with trying to take that trip gives you any sort of pushback, then then maybe they're not your travel companion, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's not the right fit of who you want to be traveling with. And then like the bartering, I was just thinking like it could be helpful to give examples because what does that look like, right? Like how, what are different ways we've done that? I know for Key West, like you paid for my flight because I did some work for you for the business. Right. Right. And so instead of paying me cash for that, that we have to figure out taxes or whatever else, you know, covering my flight. flight. That's more that girl math too. You're gonna pay for it anyway. Yeah. So and the other thing is is that my husband doesn't love to travel. So like we I force him to do traveling. (laughs) And so when I want to travel more than he wants to, like I can then do it with you all instead. So that it also is like, well, I would have spent this money on a trip of the three of us, but he's not really interested or the four of us and he's not really interested in going. So like it's the same. It's like, this is my other family. I'm <laughs> just bringing with me. So that's interesting. I have the opposite because my husband loves to travel and yeah. so does my son, right? And so I do struggle sometimes with guilt about the girls' trips because sometimes push comes to shove and I have to decide, like, am I going to take a girls' trip or a family trip? And so those are some very frank conversations my husband and I have had to have about, like, finding the balance. And, you know, he has guy friends that he goes on trips with as well. And so we try to look at it like, okay, we're going to, you know, split the cost of what we would have spent on our whole family trip. I'm going to get some girl time. He's going to get some guy time. And we we have navigated it that way. And so far, it's, you know, been very successful, I think. But it's definitely a, a consideration, too, that mm-hmm. sometimes it does mean you have to choose. Right? And that, that's okay. We will never judge for having yeah. to pick family. Like, we all would pick our family in that way if we had well. to. <laughs> okay fair I mean I feel like for me I love the whole family trips especially seeing our kids play together and our husbands get to know each other more I think those memories are really precious but financially it's a lot easier for me to find the budget for just me yeah. especially mm-hmm. if we're talking about flying or food or ticket prices or hotel rooms than we it can, is when now I'm a family cost. of four you know we right. thought about traveling home for the holidays and times everything by four and I just couldn't so I guess for me, it's like I get an opportunity to travel a little bit when it's just me because financially I would not otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when you're adding in like even we just took a trip for the Thanksgiving to Mississippi. Woo-hoo, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our listeners. Mississippi. Shout out to our listeners in Mississippi. And so we like went to go explore Mississippi, but like by four, it's a lot like yeah. I had to order coffee and breakfast sandwiches for all four of us every morning, right? Like not coffee for the kids, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> drinks and stuff. And like where it's like, like if I go with myself, it's like my coffee and my breakfast sandwich. Yeah. And not the times three. Yeah. I would like to do family trips in the future, but I think it definitely needs to be like driving distance or cruising. That was doable. But the girls trips are just way more feasible. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then then the question is, like, how do we decide where we're going in terms of like family trips or like what's important to everybody on those trips? Like, how do you navigate that? Like, Ashley's our expert cruiser and she loves cruising. And (laughs) so we did a group cruise on a whim. That was an amazing. We bought it Black Friday last year. Yes, I remember. You were like, Black Friday, prices are on sale. Let's go somewhere on a girl's trip. And then a couple of Marcos later, all of a sudden, we're all going on a cruise. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, we're all going on a cruise. my fault because <laughs> I couldn't go unless you didn't, we made it a yeah, family yeah. thing. Because yeah. my family, my husband and son would have been really upset to miss out on that opportunity. So that was my fault that it snowballed. But man, that 24 no, that's hours. This is making snowball. sense now Great because snowball. you were highly medicated at that time. 
I was post-surgery. You were post-surgery. Well, it started, it started <laughs> with the fact that I wanted to travel for my birthday. I typically like to travel for my birthday. Right. Okay. It's my gift to myself most every year. But again, my husband doesn't love to travel. And like for my birthday, I typically don't want to do like a whole family trip just because like then I have to deal with the kids and like all that comes with that versus like just enjoying. But I was like, we were talking about a trip and you were like, no, I can't do that because we have to do the family. And I was like, well, I guess if we do a cruise, we can do the family because they have kids club. Love mm-hmm. And kids then I club. can shove the kids in kids and kids club. free. Well, not really. Like it's a marketing <laughs> scheme. I know. They I don't know. actually sell free. <laughs> I did the math. Cheaper. Not really. Yeah. They no. charge more for the adults. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not actually cheaper. So it's just, cruise math instead of girl math. Yeah. It's <laughs> it for is very much sure cruise math because <laughs> it's not actually any different. But that snowballed into like literally like I think we bought it on a whim and y'all are not really whim people in well, general. It's a cruise. Like I'm that. a whim person. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> so it was like really. And I think you had to tell your husbands after the fact. Yeah, I did tell them after the fact. Oh, no, Landon knew. We oh. definitely, we we talked about it. Because, so, right, for us, you know, he doesn't, like, micromanage. So, so we have a single family income house, mm-hmm. right? My husband works. I work side part-time jobs, but it does not pay the bills, right? Like, it it helps and it fills in some gaps. And so for us, right, like, I can, you know, go shopping and, like, do smaller things. But when it comes to big purchases, like trips or, you know, anything over, you know, $100, $200, we talk about it before we ever buy it. Yeah, I think that's interesting to know. Like, the, I think it's interesting to discover, like, our dynamic of your single sort of income household. Mm-hmm. And then my husband and I are both a dual high earning income household. So that it really does, like, change the factor that we both earn high incomes, which is not typical nowadays, honestly. Yeah. And then you guys own your own company. Yeah. Jenny. So I have a high income and then my husband's at the company. It's great, but it's intermittent. It's not consistent. So normally my income is like the the must-haves and his the fun income actually. Yeah. Oh, that's such an interesting way to split it. That'd be a good topic for another episode. Well, then I think when we first started traveling, your husband was a teacher. He yeah. was still a teacher. Yes. So we were a modest income and high income, dual income kind of household. So... But managing finances has always been my thing anyway. So when I make those decisions and like, hey, we're going, like he's cool with it because he knows I've done the math already. Yeah. I mean, the same. I typically just don't tell my husband about it until like a couple weeks before the trip, just in general, because he... He also likes it that way. Yes. Because he doesn't want to like stress about it. Like he doesn't like he doesn't love to travel. So like if I give him a heads up that we're especially if we're doing like a big trip outside of... The core four, as he likes to call it, if it's not the core four family trip. Then the core four being the four of you? Yeah. Oh, ah, okay. If it's, if it's not a core four trip, he's like, don't tell me about it until we're closer. <laughs> I mean, that's great that you know that and that he knows that. Yeah. Makes the whole thing more pleasant. Yeah. And then there's the dynamic of like the sharing spaces on vacations. And in a previous episode, we heard that like Ashley has a thing about peeing <laughs> in front of people. So like need two toilets at least. Two toilets. So like when we were actually we were just in Mexico with the three of us. Ashley's was sick and could not make it. But we had one bathroom with three girls and that was kind of tight. We had a throne room. It, yeah, the toilet had a little private door. Yeah. That's everything. Then. And then there was a glass door shower. And we got a lot closer on that trip. Yeah. 
the nudity. Let's be real, though. I mean, with surgeries and all the things, like we we are not too shy around each other. No, generally speaking. No, but it's also the dynamic of when we go places like who's going to share a room, who's going to share a bed, because like mm-hmm. two of us are early risers, two of us are not early risers. I think the mountain trip that we did, that kind of split was really nice because I didn't feel guilty sleeping in sharing room with you, Jenny, knowing that like it's okay if I'm just mm-hmm. going back to sleep. I think that's felt like the most organic split. Like, uh-huh. I mean, obviously, like I would totally also be open to like we rotate every trip, like someone rooms with someone different just to like shake it up and keep it interesting. But the practicality of we have two early risers and two late risers, right? And it worked out really well, I think, that no one was disturbing you guys when you were, you know, wanting to sleep in a little bit. And Nicole and I read our Well, and Jenny doesn't like to share a bed. I don't mind sharing. I just don't share well. She just (laughs) builds a pillow fort around you so that you can't come anywhere near her space. That was to protect you. That was for your protection. Oh, was it? Yeah, so I don't roll into you. I, I am a big girl. You're, I like have <laughs> elbows. I got a husband who shares with me every night. I mean, I declare a rematch then. <laughs> <laughs> rematch. And like, even just the idea of like that we like some of us like to sleep with sound machines. You would not like to sleep with a sound machine? I don't mind it, but I don't what? travel with one. What? I literally bought that mini yes uh, the, tra- mini, the mini sound machine traveler thing after you had it in yeah. Mexico yeah. I like literally bought one I was like brilliant I have yeah this can be for our our Pack Amazon list but I have the teeny tiniest little portable sound machine that is the size of like uh, what's a good comparison like smaller than a hockey puck the little like white yeah, it's little tiny white and it, that's like, it's like wood wood grain it's so cute love it yeah, I travel with one too. Like, I, must have. I cannot be in a room with it dead silent trying to sleep. And I sleep with one every night, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I sleep with one every night okay, too. So we're all team sound machine. Well, you don't sleep with one every night, Jenny. I don't have to. No, uh, her husband has a CPAP machine. That is a sound <laughs> machine. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Yeah. No, I have to have my sound kids machine. have them. Yeah, with their hatchet. But there's white noise happening, not <laughs> silence and breathing. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't listen to y'all breathing. But it's also like we all have strong. Well, I would say we all, but like y'all have strong preferences about where you like sit on planes. I do. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, less than I can go with the flow. With the I think ones. we all have our own like, you know, quirks. It, it quirks. Yeah, oh, that and, show and up. Sure. And we've discovered some of these quirks while traveling. Yes, mm-hmm. we have. Like my main quirk is I shall not travel group travel trips again. I will not go on a group tour. You cannot pay me enough you mean, money. She means public groups like large groups with other people that we don't know private in only. a group yes doing a tour absolutely not we made that I mistake in mexico agree with that yeah and i'm definitely like an aisle per- i don't like to feel trapped so if you guys are on the aisle and i'm in like i'm probably okay but i oh, don't want no. a stranger to be between me and the exit <laughs> i cannot or the bathroom the and when in doubt my preference would be an aisle yeah i'm aisle because i'll get sick if i'm like looking out the window I'd like to look out the window. I just don't want to feel trapped. Yeah. So it gets complicated. It's like a weird equation in my brain. Yeah. I mean, I think those are the things you navigate when you're traveling with friends and like that you're comfortable enough to say like, I actually can't sit there. So here's one of the non-negotiables that we discovered after some frequent travels is that 
everyone is now TSA approved. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. TSA pre-checked. pre-checked. Yep. I will leave your. Were we ever not all TSA pre-checked? No, but like I didn't have it until oh. like maybe two years ago. I guess. But I don't I think we were it. flying anywhere at that point. <laughs> we didn't yet. fly until Tanya got TSA. No, we wouldn't. No. And I even want to take that step further. I think we all need to get clear. Yeah, for sure. I mean, sounds like great Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, I think we all need to get clear. We can go make yeah. our appointments together. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna get you guys set up on credit cards to get it for free. That's what we're gonna do. Mm. I think I'm, I can with my Chase Sapphire <laughs> ad for Chase Sapphire card. Get your clear. <laughs> What's get the difference clear. between the TSA PreCheck and Clear? So I have found in bigger, busier airports that there are there's Clear is a more universal. Like it's just a higher level of like yeah it's pre-check. not it's not global entry level yeah. but it's it's a different set of background stuff that's it's the like thing a, with the machine too yeah. right that it's like, like it's your facial yeah oh. it's like a higher level of TSA like biometric we yes. should secure this before we go to the to Florida make it well happen. I'm less worried about that because you got to get through RDU RDU is like nothing no yeah. but the Fort Lauderdale airport I know has a like non-existent line separate of pre-check because we fly now there for cruises yeah, and yeah. stuff so that's a really easy like it's you know washington dc new york where you really need clear yeah uh, i i'm not gonna i think atlanta atlanta oh, and atlanta, charlotte for sure yeah. like atlanta when i went to the t swift concert in atlanta leaving that concert on a monday i waited in tsa pre-check for an hour i bet i was like I've never waited in TSP. Business travel on a Monday morning, busiest airport in the world. I was like, who are you and why are y'all here? Go home. Like you? Yes. <laughs> it might have been all T Swift. I was like literally decked out in total Tara Swift. So people knew of course where I was you coming were. from. Like there was no, yeah, there was no question about that. So I just thought about one fun thing that we have done. The, it happened at the big, massive family trip to the beach that I loved. And I would love to do more of was our theme night. Oh, yes. yes. That, that was fun. was something. So if anyone has not ever done this, right, on a group trip, we basically, like our cruise director, Nicole, mm-hmm. decided on theme nights, which then turned into theme days as well. And yeah, we total raided vibe. our closets. We also might have bought some stuff to do it, but we tried to raid our closets to do on themes for a day every day and so we had like a sparkle day and we had like an animal print day and we had a salsa day and we had a white night too there was 80s 80s night like it was so fun and i still look at the pictures from that and just like crack up and it was it was really fun what made packing also easier for sure well it made packing more like logical but i don't know about easier because logical is easier for me extra things for it to meet the theme yeah but i'm not gonna buy those things anyways like i'm gonna buy things for a trip anyways new things for a trip oh no every trip i'm buying new things like oh that's that's how i build my wardrobe like i'm going on a trip next month i need to go get at least a couple like swimsuits for like new things for trips yeah i do not normally buy new things well you don't need any more new things until you get a closet purge can i get some shopping in your closet actually yeah Yes, I even have a a, a tropical vacation section in another closet. (laughs) Do you really? Yes, because that's like kind of what I need. Yes, that's hilarious. Mm. You bought so many things from Mexico, and they're awesome. They are awesome. They are. So speaking of Mexico, I think it's important to discuss how, like, when we do adventure ish types of trips, we've done a couple adventure trips. We've done like a ski trip. We did Mexico where we decided to do excursions, and I think you have to. You have to be close enough and friends to understand everyone's comfort levels in different excursions. <laughs> I said nothing. I'm just saying, like, 
like and we're going to the Key West trip and we're talking about like riding mopeds down there. And like some of us are a little hesitant about the mopeds. Someone like me. I well, am and Ashley too. about the moped. Jenny's like, it's me. <laughs> Hi. I also did zip lining through fire. Yes. And there were a couple of times I was like, my heart's going to stop. It was, really? remember on my Apple Watch, it was going so fast. Yeah, your fast. heart was really fast. And, and my- it wasn't because I was climbing, though that helped. It was like I was anxious on top of the cardio. Well, it probably didn't help, but your feet didn't touch. My feet did not touch. <laughs> you had to like jump to I get had to, to the jump zip- to get hooked into each zip line. I was too short. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Mm-hmm. It was really funny, though. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did I enjoy probably watching. Probably scars from the chafe marks from that <laughs> It was really funny. And then the snorkeling. You didn't really like snorkeling. I didn't mind it once my face was in the water. But we had full face snorkel masks. So if you don't have these and you're going snorkel, you've got to get the like full face snorkel mask where it's like you're breathing. Like it's not a separate tube for your mouth. It's like one whole I did like that thing. it kept the salt water out of my mouth. Yeah. That is one thing I don't love about Yeah. traditionally. Right. And we were going, this was after the private catamaran, and we were going snorkeling. And they were like, Jenny's like, I'm just going to stay on the boat. No, no. I said, I'll just try a little bit, and then I'll come back to the boat when I've had enough. And they were like, no, that's not an option. You're swimming from point A to point B. Because they were moving the boat, which I did not realize. So I had to make a decision. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And so Jenny was nervous, so we were hand buddies. The whole snorkel. Well, it was also Tanya's birthday, so I was trying not to mess up her experience. Yes. And I was perfectly happy dog paddling with my face out of the water the whole way. And the poor gentlemen on the boat were so confused and pointing at me. And I was like, I'm fine. Fine. They were, they were confused because Nicole was putting her hand on the back no, no, of that her happened, head. No, no, that happened later. <laughs> that happened later. And they both, all three of the gentlemen on the crew looked at me and I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> they like they're fine. They're like they, these gringas <laughs> took their friend to Mexico to drown her in the ocean. No, it was great. I was laughing. It's me too. But it was one of those things that like you had said to me. You looked at me like dead in the eye, and you were like, "I need you to shove my face in the water." I could not get my face. It's the same thing that happened when I tried to scuba dive. I could not physically get my face in the water. So, I mean, the, to your point, Nicole, right? Like, she it's was responsive. to think about, right, people's anxieties, <laughs> right. concerns, mm-hmm. like all the things, right? And so you decided that you were going to give the snorkeling a try. Yep. And there were those conversations, right? But like in the moment, we also knew like what needed to happen to support you to like get yes. you through. And experience. I granted consent. I said, yes, please slam my face in the water. And she's like, I can't put my face in it. I was like, do you want me to push your head under? She's Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And I was like, Say say less. <laughs> I just shoved her head right into the water, and they looked at us like we were. I was murdering her, and I was like, "She's fine. She's I was fine. fine." So that was that was a good one. And then we've gone on a ski trip. Yeah, where I almost died. You did several times. I'm not for skiing, guys. We're going again. I know. Can we go somewhere where there's fluffy snow? Depends on the budget like, allowance. <laughs> yeah. So this is where I'm talking about budget allowance. Start budgeting now for Colorado. Yeah, please. Well, and like we right in in our plans for Key West that's coming up, we talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to adventure? Are we going to just eat? And then it was like Jenny and Ashley both. 
hard no to snorkeling or scuba diving, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I'll snorkel all day Not long. Sorry, but sorry. Scuba, scuba diving. No. Scuba is a hard like, no. No, hard no. no thank but you. that doesn't mean you can't. And I would be happy to sit somewhere we'll, we'll in shade and you. read a book. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's like it's like a balance of like we also want to be together. Yeah. So I don't want to separate activities. Depends on the length of the trip. Right. Yeah. Like this is a short trip. And yeah, so more together stuff. But I do like doing separate things sometimes, especially on like the family trips. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do separate things and then come back together. Like there's a place for that. Yeah, I liked that. And too. I think we did do that. In yeah. the trip. There was an activity that we wanted to do, which was was tubing mm-hmm. in the snow. And your littlest weren't old enough mm-hmm. yet. We were going to go, but Luna, we got sick. Yeah. But even Luna, I don't think she was old enough uh-uh. to go. But me and Cruz were going to go, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. going to be you and Cruz. And Cole was right at the cusp. And I was like, he'll be fine. <laughs> and so we, Tanya and I, went and took the kids and we did the tubing activity, mm-hmm. which was great. And the boys had a little bit of like togetherness time, which was fun to like see them together. But it was hot, actually. I can't remember that. Yeah tubing and then we came back that night and got to play games together and eat dinner and all that so like yeah so like we made sure that it wasn't an all all day long thing so that we still got back with time for the kids to play for mm-hmm. us to have time to hang out too right mm-hmm. like trying to find that balance to work around you know the the parameters that just were what they were right yeah it was like that on the cruise too like dinner we mm-hmm. had together but during the day we a lot of times did our own thing yeah that was nice because, like, with the excursion, it was a really fast cruise, yeah. too, right? It was only, yeah, like, it was a three, three night. Yeah. And so there was two days of excursions. But then, like, on Royal Cru- Castaway Island? No. Coco Cay. Coco Cay, right? Like, we did find a way to, like, sync up towards the end of it so that we could at least have a little bit of time together and, and hang out a bit. But it was nice to just have that just understanding, right? That, like, we're going to have some time individually for our families and, like, no one felt left out by that. Like, it, at least for us, right? It, yeah, I it agree. worked really well. So I think summing it up, group travel can go well if you guys are clear about budget, right? And how to navigate that and respect that some people's budgets might be different and, like, come to a middle ground somewhere on that. Be organized, especially when you got littles involved. And understand what kind of vacationer you are, right? Because that mm-hmm. can make all the difference on whether or not you're going to like have a good travel experience. Any other tidbit takeaways? Apparently the little sound machine. The little sound machine <laughs> is clutch. And if there is a travel item you must have for group travels, please tag us in it at Sheephack Unleashed on Instagram and we're going to put a little travel post up and I want everybody to put all their favorite travel things because I am always looking for more convenient ways to like travel as a group that wraps up this week's episode we hope you enjoyed it and uh, we can't wait to hear about your travel stories too thank you for being a part of our pack this is Ashley, Jenny, Nicole and Tanya signing off stay wild and fierce bye